Hello everybody, welcome back to the 832 podcast. Today we're continuing our series on the parables of Christ, but today we're going to Mark chapter 4 verses 26 to 29 with the parable of the growing seed. I'll go ahead and read that for everybody. The kingdom of God is like this, he said. A man scatters seed on the ground. He sleeps and rises night and day, and the seed sprouts and grows. He doesn't know how. The soil produces a crop by itself, first the blade, then the head, and then the ripe grain on the head. But as soon as the crop is ready, he sends for the sickle, because harvest has come. Yep. So we were talking about this earlier today. And uh, we were going over which parable to go and cover next. And I read this one, and <laughs> Dad was like, this is important for us. Well, it is. Because, you know, we're trying to start house churches, and we're in the building phase. Uh, we're currently looking for the right people. And, or at uh, least looking for people, you know? Something like that. Either way. Uh, and so it's been slow. Uh, it's been going on for about three months now. Already three months? Maybe. Oh, wow. I'm just, I'm just, I just threw out a number because time has just kind of elongated. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, compressed. It's, it's, time is very weird in 2021. Like it was in 2020, but not, but less so. But still weird. So, I don't know how long we've been doing it, but it's it's been at least six weeks. Yeah. Uh, so, um, you know, we're putting the word out. Uh, it's just not got, not getting a lot of um, a lot of bites right now. Um. And so, something like this lets us know that um, the harvest is the Lord's. You know, He will grow the crop. You have to simply be obedient in sowing the seeds so here we are yeah like that, that's all the man did he just scattered the seed just threw it on the ground and then it grew you know so it wasn't his doing that that the crop happened it was god's exactly. and this is actually ties in fairly well with the other parables that we've already covered because it talks about you know the arc of the christian receiving the word having faith in the word and then, uh, so receiving and understanding the word, having faith in the word, and then or Christ, um, and then teaching uh, the word and teaching about Christ. And right here, the parable of the growing seed is, you know, when you're teaching about Christ and it doesn't seem like, well, yeah, it's just, this is what it looks like. You, you teach about Christ, you throw out the seed, and then... If it grows, it grows. Yeah. And that um, it's all like, it's all a process. It's a journey. It's not an event. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, just... Obedience is the reward. Spreading the seed is the reward. And, uh, you know, seeing it grow will happen in God's time. Yeah, not ours. Not ours, which is uh, 
terrible sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, because here we are. I put up flyers. I've uh, called people. I've sent text messages, invited people, whatever. And, you know, just it doesn't it just doesn't work out and it's like well such is life you know it's doesn't always work out most of the time it doesn't work out the first time but the thing that we have to keep in mind mm-hmm. is that you know it's it, it's the act of doing it it's not the rewards or not the results results of doing it yeah which is Incredibly frustrating for me. Oh yeah, because and it's okay to, it's okay to tell God that. That's another important thing that Psalms tells us. It's okay to be like, God, really, I am not okay with this. I thought <laughs> something would have happened by now. Mm-hmm. It's like I believe you can do it. We're just sowing the seeds. I'd like to see a little. At least some leaves or something poking out of the soil. Right. <laughs> you know? just, just a little bean sprout or just whatever. I don't know. Something to give us hope, Lord. Yeah. We, want, we want to do your will. We want to see your glory. Yeah. Where is it? <laughs> right. And sometimes that does come. Like like the first time we had a, a, a service. It was yeah. a very... It's like, yep, this is exactly what we need to be doing. And yeah. Then, you know, seeing um, the people who have come, like, they're... they're, they're gr- like growing, yeah. Yeah, they're clear growth. Yes. Um, after every service and stuff. So that's really neat to see. And those are the little those are the little sprouts. It's like we're asking yeah. for sprouts and like it's like dang it kids. <laughs> it's like right. see right there? There are some sprouts. There is some hope and there is some things that are happening, but we did we've just been no showed for like three weeks in a row. So <laughs> you know. It, it's just been three generations of st- four, three now, three generations of still sitting around a table. Yeah, which I mean, it's been it's been some fun conversations. No, absolutely. Like, um, every like when it's like the three generations. <laughs> yeah, it's been all of us uh, getting to know each other better and kind of help you know working our faith again out with each other and things like that. So I mean, we're, we're growing too. And I mean, like that that on um, the. Home churches are based off of Acts two forty two. Um, we devote devote ourselves to the teaching of the disciples, to fellowship and the breaking of bread, and so we we definitely you know cover fellowship and the breaking of bread because we come together, we hang out, we eat, and um, most of the time we cover the teachings of Christ at some point too. Yeah, we we also have conversations about the word and all of that. So. In having the services, we are fulfilling that bit of scripture. Absolutely. And, you know... And Even it, if it's just the two of us, or three of us. And that's been... Um, the thing to keep in mind is that we've, we've got to keep our our results-oriented brains out of it and keep our, you know, refocus our thoughts on God and knowing that the growth is His, not ours. And that... Um, We'll see it when, when we see it, because it's, you know, it's in his hands. Right. So, that's, that, I think that's, a pretty good, 
analysis of the, or at least interpretation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, well, one thing that did creep into my head is that the kingdom of God is like a man. Now, so we are the kingdom of God. So I guess, I guess, you know, we, we're the ones casting the seeds. But other people think it's about um, spiritual growth. Like in the little footnotes in my Bible, it says the parable, the parable is about the kingdom of God. It's only in Mark. And it says spiritual growth is a continual gradual process that is finally consummated in the harvest of spiritual maturity. Now... Well, that makes it seem like there's a, there's an end point. Yeah, I don't and agree with that. They're, they're... Well, because the problem is... Okay, I'm going to be real. The, the point at which you're the most spiritually mature is most likely the point where you're going, I don't really think I'll ever be spiritually mature. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like wisdom. It's like, no, I really, I really don't know that much. Right. The, the moment you think you know everything's the time you should start digging your own grave. Right. But, you know, and it's the same thing with, um, I think spiritual maturity is like, if you're thinking to yourself, no, I'm pretty spiritually mature. Uh, you're probably not. <laughs> you're probably not. Well, I'd say if, if you think you have reached the pinnacle of spiritual maturity, that's when you're like, okay, probably not. I think it's reasonable to say that you are more spiritually mature in relation to others. I would never do that. Never do that. Why not? Because you're... Thank God I'm not like that guy. Well, not even like that. It's just like, I just know... Like if, like, if you were like, I am more aware of things and I have a deeper understanding, and it's like, you use that understanding to teach others. Like, if well, you sure. have a mentor, that person is stronger in the faith than you. Well, right. Okay, so I guess if you're going to say, well, that guy seems to know more than I do, I'm going to listen to him, that's a good spiritual maturity thing. Right. But, but the flip side of, well, at least I know I'm more, more mature than that guy over there, that, that's when you need to re- re- adjust yourself. Right, and that, that's not, that. what I'm saying is not that. What I'm saying is, like, if you are spiritually mature, that's when you should start mentoring others. Sure. Um, but. And in that sense, you're not using your maturity as, like, an authority, but as a, a, a way to grow the kingdom and to glorify God, which is a mark of. Spiritual maturity. But it's still not. A pinnacle. You have not reached the end goal no, because there isn't an end goal. There, the there's goal. always something more to strive for, which is the best thing about you know having Jesus as your as your focus point. As your that's where you're aiming. Right. Because there's nothing better to limit progress than the achievement of a goal. Exactly. Yeah. Now, um. So I but but what I would say is when you're trying to think of your spiritual growth, it's like we've said this before. Am I more like Jesus today than I was yesterday? Right. And that's the only question that matters. And, um, you know, have I helped that guy be more like Jesus today than he was yesterday? That's it. You know, but never am I more like Jesus than that guy. 
uh, because there's plenty of people you can find who are great examples of, of not being like Jesus, who you can feel better about yourself for. And then there's plenty of people who you could look at and go, wow, not nearly as much like Jesus as that guy, who will make you feel bad about yourself. So don't do that. There's always an invisible struggle. Not necessarily a catastrophic one, but everybody struggles with something. So... And it's my opinion that the harvest is what the harvest always is, you know, the end times. when Right, that, that's consistent with the rest of the parables. Yeah. But, um... And it, it is terribly important to note the parable of the growing seed in Mark is right between the parable of the mustard seed and the parable of the sower. So the, this is just an additional parable that right. Matthew didn't put in, in in his gospel. In fact, Mark is the only one who records this one. So that's kind of cool. Uh, do you want to... I think this is a good point. All right. But yeah, this is, the, I think, a good interpretation of the parable of the growing seed is what it looks like when you are teaching and right the importance of just throwing the seeds this has been encouraging to uh or i'm not even going to say it was encouraging i'm just going to say it was a reminder right <laughs> that like the, the the growth and the harvest is god's right with that and next time we will talk about the parable of the wicked vine growers. And minus is the parable of the vineyard owner. But it's the same thing. Right. So, all right. Now, pray us out. Dear God, I praise you for being the master of the soil and the, the one who makes things grow. I just ask that... Uh, <laughs> Your, help us do your will. Uh, show us your glory, Lord, and let us um, take part in it. Um, and give us what we need to do that. And I think right now what we need is uh, some patience and um, some peace, knowing that uh, the growth is yours and all we can do is sow the seeds. But, uh, yeah, that's something that, that we need right now, Lord. And, and if it's your will, uh, let us see some growth. Let us see some, some tangible... Um, growth in the, in the numbers that we're that we're getting if, if that's your will lord and then um forgive us uh for the sins we commit and uh help us forgive as as we forgive those who commit sins against us um keep temptation far away from us and deliver deliver us from that from that old devil lord and then uh, for yours is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen.